So listen, we'll do the announcements at the okay. end, but let, let's go ahead and pray. But you know what? Let's start our 13 seconds of praise. Listen, if you made it this year, Come if on. you've seen any growth in your Come life, on. if you've seen any way that Come God on. has brought you out, praise any way God. that he has provided Hallelujah. for you, if you've been able to be a blessing yes. to anybody, Father, if you've experienced you. any blessings, you, you ought to give God praise this morning. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says, amen, but the Bible says, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. That's my mind, yes. will, emotion, yes. intellect, and imagination. That's me training myself yes. to honor God. Training myself to give him the glory that is due his name. And so we just praise you, God. We thank you for how you have brought us in this 20, year of 2021. We thank you for all of the ways you have made. We thank you for the ways you have healed us, for the ways you have delivered us, for the ways you have comforted us when we were disappointed, when we grieved. We thank you for the way that you have healed our hearts, helped us walk in forgiveness. We thank you for the provision for the physical healing. We thank you for the supernatural debt deliverers. We thank you for the jobs and better jobs. We thank you for the harvest off of seas. But most importantly, we thank you for Jesus. Yes. We give you, you praise and we declare the Lordship of Jesus. Yes. And we declare that Jesus is Lord. And we thank you for Hallelujah. the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Glory Holy to God. Spirit, because you lead us into all truth. Yes. You have been so gracious, so, gracious. so patient, so kind, so consistent. You have continued to instruct us, yes. even when we didn't listen. You have continued to pull on us, even when we were stubborn. You have continued to draw us because you are committed to the plan of the Father yes. for our lives. You, and so we thank you. I need somebody to thank God because he's been patient God, with you. you. Because he's name. been patient with you. Yes. Because there have been things that he's told you. There have been things he's instructed you to do. And he has had to keep back coming back mm. telling you, but he doesn't give up. I want you to thank God that he is persistent, that he doesn't give up, that he doesn't cave yes. in, that he doesn't turn back, that even when you made your bed in hell, even when you weren't thinking about him, he was on, you were on his mind. Yes. And that is the God that we serve. We thank you for being long-suffering. We thank you we for being merciful. For we thank you for being yes. a God full of grace. Yes. We thank you, Lord. I just keep hearing this, even for the person that has made their bed in hell. If you would call and cry out to the Lord, he will deliver you. Somebody thank him because he's a deliverer. Yeah, he a deliverer. You are a delivering God and we bless you and we honor you and we reverence you. And now as we come to get into the word this morning, we are full of expectation yes. because you are kind and you are gracious and you still have much to teach. And we declare that our eyes are open to see and yes. our ears are open to hear and our hearts are open to receive. And we thank you that we are anchored tether our soul to you. We are anchored to you and we will not leave you no matter what. And we thank you right now on the last Sunday of December 2021 for all of the victory that we will testify about on the last Sunday of December 2022. We bless you in Jesus name. In Amen. Jesus name.
Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise amen. God. Praise God. Listen, we're going to do the announcements at the end, but let me go ahead and say this. If you are a first-time viewer, if this is your first time watching us on the broadcast, if you first time joining in, maybe somebody sent you a link, maybe you found us on the internet somewhere, we just want to say welcome. We want to say welcome to you. Welcome. We want to say hello to you. Listen, you can just, we're not going to ask you to come on screen or do anything like that, but if you're a first-time viewer, you can just type in the comment section, you know, first timer or something like that. And we'll have one of our virtual uh, greeters to just uh, say hi to you and to let you know that we love and appreciate you. Uh, but we're going to jump right into this word this morning. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm excited thinking about all of the things. We could literally do a broadcast where we just thank God the whole broadcast. We could. I mean, it could last at least 90 minutes just thanking God for all that he's done. We have so many because testimonies. Because he's been so good to us in 2021. So those of you that are out there and you feel that same way listen go ahead give some hearts listen give some fire give some clapping hand emojis whatever you want to do to express how grateful you are to god take the opportunity to do that right now and then make sure that you've liked the broadcast and then make sure that you have shared the broadcast because we know we got some partners who may not be on today but listen god is going to set us up he is going to set us up so that we can be prepared for what he's going to do in our lives, what he's already done that we can walk into, into 2022. Uh, and the great thing about it is that just like he set us up for 2021, he's going to set us up for 2022. And I want to say this because I saw somebody say, do you think God is always giving a new word every year? And I want to say this. If you stop and think about it, God is giving the same word every year. But what he's doing is he's saying it in a way that people can hear. Because while God is not bound by time, people are bound by time. And so don't get caught up in that. Just know that God wants you to win. Yeah. And here's the thing. You know, I saw that thing going around on, on Facebook. You know, is God giving a new word? The reality of it is maybe the new word is the word you'll get because you didn't get the last one. So God is always speaking. God always. is always talking in the same way that a radio, a radio station is always broadcasting. You know, God is always speaking. Maybe if you say it this way, you get to tune in and hear it. So we don't get caught up into, into all of the, the, the quirkiness and, and the things that people try to do to, to downplay the gospel. What we do know is that God's word always brings us to the place of provision. Amen. And so Amen. We, we thank God for, for the word. We thank, we thank God for the year release. Amen. We thank God for years ago when he said it was the year of the double. We thank God that he brings back the year of the double. We're ready to receive double in 2022 as well. Amen. And so the word that I want, we want to share uh, really is just the word that's going to help, I believe, ground us in everything God's going to tell us uh, in 2022. Mm -hmm. uh, and so part of that, you know, if you think about it, you go back to the scripture uh, that we use when, when back in November of 2019, in November of 2019, God gave us this word uh, that we were going to use in 2020. Uh, and we used the word in 2020 and 2021, and it just kind of anchored us through there. And the scripture was 1 Corinthians 15, 58. We've read it many, many times, uh, but I want to read it again because I want, I, I believe it sets us up for where we're going. And here's what it says. It says, therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, it says, with all we have going for us, it says, be ye what? Steadfast, unmovable, and secure, and firmly planted. So that's a word from the Lord about our posture. He then says, now, live your lives with an unshakable confidence. Why? So that you're always abounding in the work of the Lord so that you're always producing what God's told you produce. Mm -hmm. You can't do that if you if you're shaking. Mm -hmm. He says you got to be unshakable. He says we know that we prosper and we excel when in 
every season. Mm -hmm. How? By serving, serving the, the Lord. Lord. Because we are assured. That means God's made a promise to us that our union with him, and we said it like this, we're in partnership with God. Amen. He says our union with the Lord makes our labor productive and, and not, not a waste, waste of time or effort. And that's what he told us. And it was so good because then we go through the pandemic, <laughs> that first part of the pandemic, and it's like, whoa, God gives us his word, but we weren't shaken. And literally 2020 put us on a trajectory in ministry we had never been on before. We helped more people. We expanded the ministry. Relationships got better. We did things in the pandemic we hadn't done before the pandemic. Amen. And Amen. then God just took us in, in that same direction into 2021. And so when I, the, the last probably, I don't know, 90 days, 120 days, even though we've been teaching about um, walking in financial dominion and we've been talking about God's supernatural um, system and those kind of things. I've been on my own personal time just reading and he's been having me read through Isaiah chapter 40 through like Isaiah chapter 48. And I've read the, just read them several times. And every time I read it, there were different pieces that came out of it. And then one day we were talking and we were just saying, you know, what is God saying to you? And we both, I don't know if it was October, or November, but we both had this thing where we were talking about, uh, about God using his right hand or God using his hand to walk us through 2022 mm -hmm. or to or to hold us in 2022. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I just kept reading. And then I, I went back to read and I ended up uh, in Isaiah chapter 41. Well, it's interesting because if you read Isaiah chapter 40, um, it, it's really like it's really like uh, uh, God's talking to his church. In Isaiah 41, he's really talking about how he wants to support the church. And we know we are the church. When we say church, we don't mean a building. We mean his, we mean the, his people, people, of God. the people of God and he wants to support the people of God. And so I was reading and just, just writing some things down and there's a couple of scriptures. And just like we use first Corinthians 15, 51, we're going to use Isaiah 41, 10 and 13 and Isaiah 48 and 13. Those are going to be our scriptures. And you're going to hear this a lot, a lot through 2022. Right. And in fact, uh, when it's already there, uh, however you watch this on the platform, you know, if you go to, to FOC Northwest, if you go to Fellowship of Champions or if you're in a virtual group, I've already had it. So that it's going to post this scripture along with the words that the Lord gave us. And I'm going to encourage you in the same way you grabbed hold to the year release, mm -hmm. the same way that you grabbed hold to that prophecy that the Lord gave us. And I hate to even call it a prophecy as much as it was a set of instructions that the Lord gave us to walk us through that year. I'm going to encourage you to do the same thing in 2022. And so let's take a look at Isaiah 41 and 10. Here's what Isaiah 41 and 10 says. It says, do not fear anything for I am with you. It says, do not be afraid for I am your God. He says, I will strengthen you. Be assured as that word again, <laughs> I will help you. He says, I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous what? Right, right hand. hand. What is his right hand? It's a hand of justice, of power, of victory and salvation. Don't miss this. There are three things in verse 10 that he says. He says, number one, do not fear anything. He says, I am with you. In other words, he says that, in, that we're going to have his divine presence with us. Amen. And it's something amazing about being in the presence of the Lord. He says, you're going to have divine presence. He then says, do not be afraid for I am your God. He says, I will strengthen you. 
And so when he says, I'll strengthen you, he then says, not only are you going to have divine presence, but you're going to have divine help. So in 2022, we have we need to have an expectation of divine help. That is help beyond the natural, supernatural help that when we run into obstacles, we don't freak out because we know that there's a help above help that's come available on, for us. Come on, that's good. So he says, you're going to have divine good. presence. You're going to have divine help. He then says, I will strengthen you. He says, be assured I will help you. He says, I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand. And that's divine support. There are going to be things that are going to happen in 2022 where you're going to look for support in areas where support used to come and it's not going to show up. But the word of the Lord says, don't you panic. Don't you be afraid. Don't you give up. Don't you cave in it. Don't you quit. Because I need you to know that before that clock strikes 12 midnight, on January uh, 1 of 2022, I've, I'm letting you know now, because what does the Bible say? It says, believe in God and you'll be what? Established. But believe in your prophet and you will what? Prosper. I am telling you that you need to hang on to these three things, that God is going to place me in a place where I am always with his divine presence. I, and, and that's why I'm going to be committed. I'm going to be committed to the things of God so I can be in his presence. And then he's going to divinely help me praise God. And then he's going to divinely support me. And that's what he says in verse 10. Let's look at Isaiah 41 and 13. He then comes back and he says this. He says, for I, the Lord, your God, keep hold of your right hand. He says, so I'm going to grab your hand with my hand. What's in my hand? Justice, power, victory, and everything else. He then says, he says, who says to you, do not fear for what? I will help you. Praise God. He says, I will help you. Now, let's take a look at Isaiah 48 and 13. Isaiah 48 and 13. He says, it is my what? My hand, there's that word again, that laid the foundations of the earth. When I read this, God was saying to me, I'm telling you what I can do. He says, and in case you were wondering, look at this. He said, it's my hand that laid the foundations of the earth. My right hand, that same hand I'm holding your hand with, that same hand I got power in, that same hand I got victory in, that same hand I got salvation in, which is the word deliverance. He says, it was my hand that laid the foundation Come of on. the earth. My right hand that spread out the heavens above. He says, when I call out the stars, guess what they do? All of They appear. And how do they appear? In order. In order. In order. I am telling you that if you put your hand in God's hand, as you walk through 2022, if you get your expectation up that you always have the ability to be in his divine presence, that you always have the ability to have his divine help, and you always have the ability to have his divine support, I am telling you 2022 will be a year like none other. It'll be it. a year like none other, and it will be a year where all of the things that you've been praying for will become manifested in your life. Well, and I want to say this because when it talks about, he says, his divine presence, that is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And if you are a born again believer, you have his divine spirit mm. inside, of, inside you, of you, inside of you. And the reason you have to be committed and the reason you have to live a lifestyle of obedience is because God will give you seemingly insignificant instructions that are designed to give you help, because, that are designed to give you support. Because when he's calling, 
you. He's calling you in a particular way because he's already called other things to line up in a certain order. So just like he calls the stars in mm -hmm. order, he calls order into our life. And what I like about it is that I was reading some commentary about it. And one of the commentators said that when God called the stars, he never had to tell them where to go. Because what was on the inside of them knew how to line up. That's good. And I was like, oh, that is so good. So when God calls and I answer, everything in my life lines up. Amen. And so I want to be like the stars. I want to be as obedient as the stars I want to be as obedient as the stars. And it's so important that we understand this. He says, do not fear for I am with you. Am so with hear you. me. It is imperative that we become more aware of his voice than anything else. Mm -hmm. We must become aware. Say this, say, I am committed to hearing his voice. I am committed to hearing his voice. And that's I our hashtag, hashtag, I'm committed, dot, 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 to hearing his voice. Right. <laughs> and right. anything else we need to put after that for the rest of the day, I am committed. I'm, I'm committed to hearing his voice yes. and I'm committed to obeying his voice because it's going to bring the order in my life. Yes. Because here's the thing. God is saying to us, hey, listen, you don't have to be afraid. Mm. God is saying to us, I will strengthen you and I will help you and I will take hold of you with my righteous right hand, a hand of justice, a hand of power, of victory and salvation. But if, if, if you were trying to help me, because you already know the way mm -hmm, somewhere, mm -hmm. and you say to me, Sean, follow me this way. Give me your hand. I'm going to give walk me, with give you. Give me your hand. Follow me this way. And I go, nope, I'm not going that way. I'm not going that way. I'm going to go my own way. Understand that th the beauty of this word, the power of this word is the connection we have with God. Is that he's going to hold our hand and lead us. And that can't happen if we're determined to go our own and way. I love it. And, 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 it's, and that's the reason he tugs on us. Yes. He, he, he's a gentleman. So he won't, he won't, he won't undo our free will to walk away, but he will, but he will tug on us. He will pull on us. He says, because in verse 13, he says, for I, the Lord your God, keep hold of your right hand. He says, I'm holding it. I'm not letting it go. It's not slack. He says, but you've got to walk with me. You've got to be in my presence because in my presence, there is help and support. There is help and support. I love what Chris says. She says, surrender to the tug. And there are times if we're honest, there are places where you surrender to the tub and other places where you're still trying to go your own way. Make a decision today yep. that God is your first and only plan. I love it. I love it. That God is your, no, I didn't say your first, I said your first and your only mm -hmm. plan. I'm going to do it his way. Mm -hmm. Why? Because if I do it his way, I don't have to be afraid. Yeah. Why do I not have to be afraid? Because he is holding my right hand. So even when I walk through what seems to be the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because he is with me. How is he with me? Because I'm with him. Because yeah, I'm it. with him. I'm it. not leaving yes, him. Yes. I'm leaving. I'm not leaving him. Amen. And this so, and so here, here is kind of what, you know, we, we have these scriptures and, you know, over the last, like I said, 90 days, 120 days, whatever it's been, as I, I as the Lord gives me these, these particular words, I write them down. 
you know, and the other weekend I was like, okay, God, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you want to say to the house of fellowship of champions? What do you, I know what you're saying to me. I'm sure that Pastor Sean has something individual. I'm sure Pastor Rab, Pastor Chris, Minister Chandra, the other partners, they, they're hearing you uh, individually, right? I said, but what do you want to say collectively to those who are walking uh, in this ministry? And so I've written this down, and these are the things that I believe the Lord has said, and, and I don't think they're just for 2022. I think they're uh, for life. I think they're for life, I, just like I believe 1 Corinthians 15, 58, when it says it's for, it's life. Standard, it's for life, but I believe that it's, it's, it's a target for us. Um, you know, it's, it's a, we call it a PTG, progress toward goal, and I believe that the, the God has some goals for us in 2022 and he wants us to progress toward those and so it's like he gives us this this language that helps to to pull us along i see um i i see prophetic words that are given to a house really kind of like a teacher doing a review before a test mm. saying i want to mm. highlight mm. all of the information mm. matters mm -hmm. but i want to highlight something mm. for you that if you will pay attention to what i'm highlighting mm. you will pass the test I like that like it, it, a prophetic word in any season is him saying, underline this, use your yellow highlighter to underline mm -hmm. this, study the other stuff, but focus on this because this will help you pass the test you're about to see. I love it. I love it. So here's what the Lord has said to, to, to Fellowship of Champions. And those of you who, who go to church here, those of you who are committed, those of you who say we're your pastors, those of you who say you're partners, listen, as, as you hear this today you can go back to the uh to the to the various ministry pages and you can copy you can read it i know people like me and pastor rap we we print them out put them on mirrors all kinds of things because i just want to see it while i'm brushing my teeth in the morning i want to be reading it because it gets inside of you and then when when trouble comes it's the thing that rises up out of you and so here's what the lord has said to foc this morning so for those of you that are here praise god you get to hear it live here's what he says he says, for I am in the midst of all concerning thee, for these are the days that I have prepared for you. And here's what I love. He says, you are blessed, you are ready, and you will win. So here's what I need you right now this morning to type in the comment section. Say, I'm blessed, I'm ready, and I win. And I win. I am blessed. I am ready. And, and I, I win. win. That is a word from God. Not the only word, but I need you to type that right. Every single one of you. Listen, if you've ever I been just, obedient in any area, you need to, and you need this. If you're in a place where you can say it, say it. I'm blessed. 83 people ought to say this. You are, I'm ready. I'm ready and, and I, I win. win. I'm blessed. I'm ready and I listen because he I, says I'm in the midst. I heard that That's in presence. my sleep That's last presence. night. I'm blessed. Yes. I'm ready. And I I, I want to say this about this being I'm ready thing. Okay. So many times when God shows us what he desires to do, mm -hmm. we say we're not ready. Mm. But he is saying, he I am telling you, you're you blessed. Are ready. You are ready. You are ready. And you win. And you now win. you will win. You, you win. win. You are ready. Say so you gotta say it with your chest. I am blessed, I am ready, and I win. And if you accidentally typed it, and I'm gonna say accidentally, you accidentally typed it, not in a faith statement. I want you to retype it. Don't say that I am blessed, 
I am ready. And I, I win. win. I win. I win. That needs to be your position mm -hmm. toward whatever comes up, whether it's a job promotion, whether it's a whether it's a, a challenge in your family, <laughs> whatever it is. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm empowered to prosper yes. in this situation. Yes. yes. I'm ready for this situation. Already. I'm ready, ready for this situation. Mm -hmm. And I win and in I this win. situation. Mm -hmm. That's how you should face everything. Yes. I'm already empowered. I'm already ready. And I've already won. You're going to hear us Come say this so much yes. in 2022. I Come am on. blessed. I am I'm ready. ready. I and win. win. And right now, you need to come out of agreement. I know you have more to no, say. No, go ahead. You need to come out of agreement because many of you, when God tries to tell you what's next, you say, I'm not ready. You're trying to explain to God something. Why you're not, why ready. You not ready when he no, is No, 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 no. You're blessed. You're blessed. You're ready. You're ready. You win. You win. Say, I am blessed. I, I, I am blessed. I am ready. I am ready. And I win. And I win. I, come on. Listen, keep going, man. That was good. <laughs> that, that, now, that's the first, I thing, about that's the that. first thing he says. And then he says next, he says, I am the Lord your God. And if you'll regard my words, I will take you further than you've ever known. What? He says, if you will regard what? my words, I will take you further than you've ever known. In other words, you've, you've had a great 2020. You had a great run in 2021. He says, but if you'll regard my words, what's my words? I'm blessed. I'm ready. I win. And everything else I tell you to do, I will take you further than you have ever known. So whatever it is, that's the best place you've ever been. Mm -hmm. You about to go beyond that. Get ready to upgrade. Go beyond that. Go beyond You're about that. to go beyond that. But look at what he says. He says, I am the Lord your God. Mm -hmm. And he's telling you, he says, you've got to pay attention to what I'm telling you. You've got to regard my words. If you will regard my words, I will take you farther than you've ever been before. I will take yes. you where you don't yes. even see how you can go. You're saying, I don't know the way. Cool. He like, because I got your right hand. I got you. I got your right hand in my right hand. You don't have to know the way, yes. but you have to regard my words. Yes. Come on and say the comment. Say, I will regard his word. I will regard his word. To regard someone's word means to exalt their word higher than anything mm -hmm. else. You need to not exalt, not your family's word, not the enemy's word, nope. not even your own opinion. You need to make a decision to regard God's word above everything else. Yeah. Yes. That's it. And then, and because he knew, because this word can be so exciting, right? So then he comes back and he says, don't be in, in a, a panic. panic. Come on. Watch this. And don't be in a rush. rush. So, 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 yes, I'm ready. Yes, I, I, well, I'm blessed. I'm ready, and I win. He says, and, and, and all of these things, me taking you further than you've ever gone. He says, don't don't worry about about how it's going to happen. I got to do this. I got to. He says, don't be in a panic and don't be in a rush. He said, and most importantly, don't be in fear and don't get out of love. There are going to be opportunities. Because the enemy understands if he can pull you out of love, he can get you out of faith. Come on. So you, so this year you got to be dedicated. 
And I don't know what's coming down the pike. I don't have a crystal ball. What I do know is that when God tells me something, it's always because I know I'm going to have to face it down the road and he wants me to be prepared. He's not looking for me to be blindsided or sucker punched. And so he says, don't be in fear and don't get out of love. So my job right now as I'm sitting here before I go into 2022, I'm like, okay, God is saying all of these wonderful things to me. There's going to be opportunity for me to panic. I can't panic. There's going to be opportunity for me to rush and make some decisions. I need to make sure that I've heard God on it before I move. I'm not going to be afraid. Even when he asks me to do something that's so big, I've never done it before. If I know it's God, I'm not going to confer any longer with flesh and blood. I'm not going to be afraid. He said, and then lastly, do not get out of love. I am not going to allow people or things to make me act out of my character. I am going to stay in love. He says, these coming days, praise God, these coming days are the days that you prayed for. So it's funny because as you're talking, I'm hearing this, you know, um, I, I was reading the Christmas story, right? And I was thinking about this, that um, we don't talk about him a lot, but this is a prime example of what Joseph did. Joseph, who was the stepfather of Jesus, mm -hmm. right? So many times, Jesus, because, because Joseph would hear the instruction of the angel, hear the instruction of the father, he would step beyond the attack that was coming. Mm -hmm. So, for example, after Jesus is, is born and Herod wants to kill Jesus, right? Because Joseph could hear, he goes into another land. Mm -hmm. Then when God tells him to come back, he then settles in a land that allows the prophetic words to come up, Right. Here's what you need to understand. We need to understand that when we will make the decision to hear God's voice, when we will make the decision to keep his hand in our hand, to follow his instruction, it doesn't mean that there won't be trouble around us. But Psalms 91 says it won't come near us, meaning that he will bring us out into victory. And that's why he says, pay attention to me and regard my words, because if you start regarding the words in the world, you're going to panic. You're going to rush. You're going to get in fear and you're going to get out of love. But what I need you to do is to focus on me because I already know how to help you triumph over the enemy that wants to block things for you. Yep. Which is why he says the next part, he says, know this. Know this. I am here to see you, to through. See you through. Amen. He says, and I will so have good. you to walk above and not beneath. He says, I'll have you to walk in light and not in darkness. He says, and even if you see trouble, that's what you just said. Even if you see trouble, Remember, for every circumstance that you shall that shall come your way, he says, even if you see trouble, and that's the thing I need you to understand, just because you are born again believer does not mean you won't face situations that can be troublesome. He says, so even if you see the trouble, but watch this, he tells us that if we walk in him enough, we won't even see when trouble comes. He says, but if, just in case you see the trouble, he says, know this, I've already declared that what? You are blessed. Already blessed. You are already ready. And you win. He says, know this for sure. You are already blessed. You are ready. And you, when he says, shall win, it's a done deal. It's a you, done deal. It's, it's, a, it's a legal term. When, when God says shall, you can count it as already done. It's not forthcoming. He says, you win. He says, and he says, the next part says, as your victories pile up. Now, Ooh, I, glory. Now, I, I, that's why I got Come up on. and ran. 
I Come ran on. when because he said because he's he assured me of something, and then he says, "As your victories pile up, as your now, that means I'm gonna have somebody ought to just give God some praise. Some praise. You ought to Lord, give him some hearts. You. you ought to give him some fire. Lord, Whatever you, you gotta do, Glory you ought to, you to ought thank him because he already said that you're gonna have victories that, that, that pile up. That means more than one. <laughs> that means more than a few. He says, as your victories pile up through this year, he says, remember." that you did not create these victories because of your own efforts. These victories, praise God, were, were already, already given, given to you by me. me. Hey, Somebody will give God some praise. Ah, I'm telling you. Ah, listen, as, as, listen, this, you wonder why we act the way we act sometimes and why we get so excited about the word. When God says stuff like this to you, it's, I don't I don't know how you can't praise him. I don't know how you sit still. I don't know how you just go, okay, it's just the word. He says, as your victories. Pile up. Pile up. Remember this. That you it, didn't create these victories. I did this. I did and this. And I did it before you ever thought about it. Which means, and, and here again, this is why I'm going to come back to <laughs> obedience. The reason I want to obey God is that there are already victories with my name on already. it. Already. I don't have to be out here trying to fight stuff that ain't my fight. No. It's victories that's already got my name on it. He says these victories were given to you by me. By me. I don't, this, by this me. is good. This and they're going to pile up in your life. They're going to pile up in your life. Which, which tells me they're going to come quickly. Because if they didn't come quickly, I'd be able to, to have a victory here and a victory there. He said they're going to pile up. They're going to come quickly. What's the scripture we used to say? That uh, the, the blessings are going to happen so fast on, on the heels one after another. It's going to make your head spin. Blessing, one blessing after another. Blessing on top of blessing on top of blessing. My Amen. goodness. Amen. He Amen. says, so as you carry yourself, praise God, throughout this year, move with purpose. In other words, don't get distracted. Don't get distracted. Don't let the enemy pull you out of love. Don't let him show you uh, how to walk into, into fear. Don't, don't get sidetracked by things that don't concern you or involve you. Don't be trying to do what you see somebody else doing. Be on purpose. Move with purpose, he says, and do it without fear. He says, hold on to what you've, what you've heard today. So today, December 26th of 2021, we're going to walk through 2022 remembering that we are ready, that we are blessed. We are blessed. We are ready. We are ready. And we win. And we he win. He says, hold on to what you've heard today and be prepared oh, for the other good. things that I will share with you this year. He says, for I have brought you to this level and to this place. Why? To increase your expectation of all of the marvelous things that I will surely come your way. So go ahead and rejoice for the glory that has been invited into your life. You are blessing. Your blessings are already in my hand. He says, I already have them. He says, you are already blessed. You are ready and you shall win. And so when, 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 when I got through piecing all the things that he was sending me together, I said, Lord, is this what you want us to, to hold on to? 20? He said, walk through this. He says, and know that surely I'm a man of my word. You know, it's so... I don't know, but when I read about, we can read through scripture how much God loves us. Oh, yeah. You know, I say to people all the time, you want to know that God loves us? He said Jesus. He could have just said this whole people thing, it don't work. Let's start over. But he came to get us. And what I want to ask you 
is to ask yourself, how could you have an Abba this good? Mm. Abba means father. Mm. How could you have an Abba this good mm. and not want to obey? That's how I know your disobedience is not the real you. How could you have him be this good to you, this mindful of you, and you still want to go your own way? That's not the real yeah, you. It's not the real and you. And here's the thing. And you know, this is, a, you, babe, go teach us. He's going to instruct us. But so much of the weight of my ministry is about obedience. And it's because I hate to see the people of God disappointed year after year because they hear a word like this and they get excited. And this is really what people tend to do. They focus on the I'm blessed, I'm ready, and I win. But they ignore the part where it says, regard my word. They ignore the part where it says, put your hand in my hand and follow, follow after me. And so they get so excited. That's why I love that in the word he said, don't panic and don't rush. Because what can happen sometimes is that we hear a word like this and we're like, I'm going to go make it happen. That is not what he told us in this world. Well, he says, if you will regard my words, if you will, that means if you're obedient, if you it's are clear. Obedient. if you regard my words, if you it's like saying to your child, hey, if you regard my words about what I told you about your room, you'll get to do X. Well, if you don't regard the word about the room, you don't get X. It's, it's and, and, and it needs to be said. But I believe we get to a place where it don't have to be so explicit that the reality of is that I know that obeying God is my key to everything he's promised. He said and he, and he says to us, if you will regard my words, well, what does it mean to regard my words? It means to, to obey. obey. In fact, somebody put in the comment section the entire definition of the word regard. What does it mean to regard? You regard my words. You obey them. You adhere to them. You understand them. You take pleasure in them. Listen, we used to say this years and years ago. God is not a hard taskmaster. Come on. God, somebody put that in the comment section. God is not, not a hard taskmaster. Task He's not. So whatever God asks me to do, it's easy to do. Mm. Whatever God asks me to do, it's easy to do. God is not a hard taskmaster. God is not asking me to do stuff trying to break me down. God is not asking me to do stuff to try to tear down my confidence. God is not trying to, trying to ask me to do stuff to make me somebody I'm not. What God is asking me to do is to walk in his word so that the real me gets revealed, Ooh. so that the real me gets the, pre the, the, the prizes and the possessions that he set aside for me. I love to obey God. I love to, I obey, love God. to obey God. I love to obey God. And I we, love and to we, obey we God. We have to be in that mindset. I love to obey God. I love to I was obey talking God. to somebody the other day and they called me about a situation uh, that, 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 that somebody in their family had encountered and they was asking me about the situation. And when they asked me about it, in the natural, my answer was no. And they was like, okay, yeah, see, that's what I said. But as we started to talk, I, got, I started saying, but understand something. Even in this situation that we were talking about, if I say no, but God says yes, my no automatically becomes, becomes yes. yes. And I don't care how, how much sense it doesn't make. And I was saying that that is the, and I wasn't trying to be funny. I said, that's the difference between me and you the person I was talking to, I said, you're not going to obey God if it doesn't make sense to you. And that is the reason that you will always live at a level that only your sense can take you. I said, but I will make a decision based on knowledge and information and understanding and will say no 
But if God says yes, all of that for me goes out the window and my no becomes yes. And until you live like that, you will never experience God's best. No, and that's so important because what I've also seen in your life is that everything in it looks like a yes, mm. but God said no. Yes. That, and, 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 and I know you- I've gotten some yeses on some things You've before. gotten some yeses on some things. I've gotten some yeses on some things and God said no. Yeah. And I think this is so important. And I know that maybe one day we'll get to the point where you don't need to tell believers this, but because it says so many times in the Bible, Clearly, I, don't we think we, I don't think we'll get that. And I think the challenge for a lot of people is that people want the rewards they want to hear the testimony, but they want to do the part that works for them. Yeah. Where the victory comes when Jesus says, I only do what I see the Father do, and I only say what I hear the Father say. It means I surrender my right to be the boss of my own life. Yep. And the reason that some people never get a high level of breakthrough, right? is that you have not surrendered your right to be the boss of your own life. This word right here, being led by his yep. right hand, this is a word of surrender. This is a word of submission. This is him saying, Sean, Edwin, everybody watching, I will show you the way to go. You don't know the way yeah. to go. How do we know we don't know the way to go? He told us he's going to take us further than we've ever been. Mm -hmm. If he's going to take us further than we've ever been, it's a trip we've never taken before, right. right? Absolutely. If you've already driven to New Mexico and I've never driven to New Mexico, why would I be the car trying to leave? I love it. I'm not the boss of my own life. I'm not the boss of my own I'm life. I'm not the boss of my own life. And therefore, because I'm not the boss of my own life, I can be told something. Take off running. I can take be off told running. something. I can be take off running. Some folk can't be told. You nothing. can't be told. And anything. as a result, all you ever do is what God told you to do when you was gonna do it anyway. What? What? All Hold you on. all you ever do is what you were going to do. All you ever do is what God says do if you were gonna do it anyway. And the truth of it is, That's is that when God. God gives you an instruction you don't want, it's now not God. It's negotiable. It, 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 God didn't say that right. because because part of the deception is that you believe God is required to do what you want him to do instead of you being required to do what he said. And, 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 and it's not it's a it's a thing that you grow into. And when it hits you, it hits you like like a brick, like, like bricks. bricks. And you're like, oh my God, this this is why I haven't been progressing. Come on. And, and, I'm, and I'm talking about me. I'm talking about my own life. I'm talking about the years I spent loving God, but always making Teach his bad. word negotiable. Come on. But if I wanted to do it, I would do it. If I didn't want to do it, mm, then I wasn't going to do it. Me trying to figure out how much trouble I'm going to get in if I don't do it. I ain't the only one out there. I don't really want to obey God. So how much trouble would I really get in if I don't do it? And if I don't do it, is it enough trouble that I can bear and then ask him to forgive me and then come back later? Listen, at some point, you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired of living that way and just say, God, I want to do it your way. I and when do you it do your way. there's an ease that comes over your life that you that I can't explain to you until you actually experience it yourself. You know what? If you think about it, in men, in some cases, our life has been tougher but easier. Yeah, yes, it's been tougher, but it, meaning 
as as we have more partners, as your responsibility yeah. and work increases, yeah. as my responsibility and my business increase, we have more demands, more people who come to us for answers, right? But it's gotten it's, it's, easier because we're not trying to be the boss. We gave up trying to be the boss. And the other thing we don't try to do is we don't try to use grimy grace. Right. We don't try to say, it's okay because God loves me. Mm -mm. It's okay because God knew I was just human. Mm -mm. We literally take the scripture that says, be ye perfect for I am perfect to say, if he told me I can live righteous and holy, I can live righteous and holy and I will live righteous and holy even if don't nobody else live righteous and holy. And I want to say this. That grimy grace. That grimy grace. That grimy grace where yeah. you justify cussing. You justify your sexual sin. You justify not tithing. You justify your lack of integrity. You justify that. Let me tell you something. As long as you are playing with grimy grace, you are going to live in fear because you are going to be tormented by the amount of sin in your life and the enemy is going to continue to tell you to do it his way so he can mock you and keep you in bondage doing it his way. And did, I'm just, did Chris sing that song this morning? Your way is better. Your way is better. Your way is better. Your and way she is did better. sing it this morning. I heard it. <laughs> your way is better. She sings that song. And when she sings, I always think about it. God, your way is better. Because number one, I tried it Edwin's way. And, and watch I this. wish somebody else would tell the I truth. I tried it a pseudo God Edwin's way. Mm, it, come on. I, I tried to mix the two. I tried it my way. I tried mixing it with God in my way. And then I tried it just doing it God's way. And can I testify this morning testify. that the best results I've ever gotten in my life is when I stupidly obeyed God. Stupid. I mean, I did everything he told me to do. It's been the best things in my life. And I'm telling you that if we're going to walk in what he's, if we're going to be, if we're going to manifest, I'm blessed. If we're going to manifest, I'm ready. If we're going to manifest, I win. We got to have that ability to walk in God's obedience with, with, with crystal clear clarity. I, and I just want to say this. I, I want to tell y'all this. I know all you people who think you in so much control. You ain't. Because I want you to know this. You are either being led by the spirit of God mm -hmm. or you are a pawn in the devil's hand because it's, there, it's is, there is no neutral. It's either or. There is no neutral. You are either being led by. There are only two spears in yeah. operation. Yeah. That is the kingdom of God and his righteousness or the world's way, which is led by Satan. Yeah. So we can make ourselves feel good. I'm a moral person. I'm an integral person. Are you a kingdom person? And the measure of whether I'm a kingdom person is whether I obey God, not whether I do what I want to do. And I'm telling y'all, and listen, there's so much we're going to teach on this over the next. And I love what JJ says. He says, I need the dummies guy. We can start with something very mm -hmm. simple. You want a very simple way to get into the heart of obeying God. When they asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? He said this, to love the Lord your God mm -hmm. with all of your heart, heart? soul, and mind, mm -hmm. and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. When you don't know anything else, you can ask this question, would this relationship honor God? Would taking this money honor God? Would taking this money honor this person? Would working this deal honor this person? Would it honor me? If it doesn't have a three-check yes, it ain't it. Mm. Mm. 
It ain't it. Mm. So I'm going to start, you can, because people, I hear people saying, maybe I can't hear it, but you can start with the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. You can start with the Ten Commandments. You can say right here, is this covetous? Is this a lie? Is this a fail of integrity? Is this a lack of integrity? Um, It's very, very simple. Well, and I tell people, you know, some, some, for any, and I don't know how everybody is. For me, it was reading God's word. And I know, I know people don't like to read the Bible, they don't like to read the Bible, but reading the Bible gives you like, it's, it's in the same way that if I read a, a, a fiction book and as I'm reading that book, I'm discovering more and more about that character in the book. I'm discovering about how that character thinks, how that character feels, what that character has been through. When I read the gospels, when I read Psalms, when I read Proverbs, when I read, um, you know, the, the the Pauline epistles, when I'm reading those books, I'm getting an understanding into, okay, how did Jesus think? How did he move? How did he behave? You know, and and and, and there's so many translations. Now, you ain't got to be stuck on the King James Version if that, if that throws you off. There's so many plain word versions of the Bible that you can just get, but people don't want to spend the time. And the reality of it is, babe, I know you better today than I did in 1990 because of the time because of the time because of the time because of the time and if you don't want to spend time with god and say well i just i just want to pray what most people think praying is you talking no that's a monologue you want to have a monologue with god you want to have a soliloquy with god no what you need to do is to read his word because his word will connect you to who he is and then as you begin to read his word you begin to hear better because we've all been given the ability to hear God. He gave that to us. No one is out here not hearing God. The only reason you wouldn't hear God in the same way that you couldn't hear if you had a bunch of wax in your ears. You get the wax out, you can hear. We've, we've been living in this world and this world has, has you know, uh, in a, in a, in a, I don't know, in an analogy kind of way, putting wax in our ears because of all of the stuff that we've heard. But you start to read that word, it starts to get all that stuff out of your life. Oh, that's good. I, I love this. Listen, and I want you to think about it like this. The Bible tells us in Romans, mm-hmm. every man and woman is born knowing right from wrong. Mm-hmm. And we know that to be true because a baby, you can take a little kid who touches something that is not theirs mm-hmm. and they know inherently that they shouldn't do it. You know inherently in here, you know when you aren't doing something that God, you yeah. you know it. You know, when I was in the club, yeah. when I was fornicating, when I was getting high, when I was getting drunk, you can hear that voice say, this is not the real you. This is not your real and life. the only way to keep doing it and not hear that voice is you have to dull yourself you to the voice. You have to dull yourself You down. have to dull yourself to the voice of God. And you can dull yourself to the voice of God that you can begin to do whatever you want to do and you feel nothing wrong about it. That's when that's that, but that's the only way you do it. The moment that you open up, that voice is gonna always be talking to you. Because I want to hear the testimony of people. You ever been someplace doing something you know you didn't have any business doing, and even if you looked like you was having fun, you could hear that mm-hmm. inner small voice telling you that's not where you were supposed and, to and be. If you want to keep having fun doing what you wouldn't you supposed had to, to do. Turn you had to turn it down. So you, you so you drank some more. Yep. You smoked some more. You had. You said I don't sex. care. You said you don't care. Yep. But you hear the voice of God mm-hmm. because you are created from. God. God, and it is impossible for you not to hear him. Now, I want to give you an example of this three check team, which is why Pastor Ellen says you should read the Bible. Here's a good example right here. 
Um, many people have co-signed for somebody, mm. right? They co-signed for somebody. Now I gave you a three check thing. Does this honor God? Does this honor the person? Does this honor me? Right? So when we come to co-sign for somebody, the Bible actually has something very clear to say about that. Mm. It says we should never co-sign for anybody mm. unless we have the money to pay off the debt. Mm -hmm. Right? So when someone asks me to come and co-sign for them, I need to understand if I'm about to co-sign for you, do I meet the requirements of what the Bible told me before mm -hmm. I could co-sign mm -hmm. for you? Do I have the ability to pay off this debt in the event that you don't but you only know that because you read the bible but you only know that because <laughs> you read the bible right. right so now someone comes to me someone that i love someone who's had a tough time passion will you co-sign for me mom will you co-sign so-and-so will you co-sign hold on let me second let me check with the lord how does this relate to the lord mm. number one god do you want me to co-sign for them what you say is how could god not want me to co-sign for my sister maybe because she'll never pay none of her bills mm. Maybe because the reason she's 47 and need a co-signer is not because um, she got a divorce. It's because she go to the casino. Mm. I mean, right. Doesn't. Uh, so, no, but no, they know they need some help. Right. Can I afford to pay this if they don't pay? It? Right. If I can't afford to pay it, if they don't pay it. I am not keeping the part that loves my neighbor mm -hmm. like I love myself. Yep. So the only requirement I'm keeping in this is my attempt to try to love them. Yep. If I use that, if I read Proverbs, if I read Psalms, if I read the Gospels and I overlay that three-step comment, right? Does this honor God? There have been times that you have year, years ago when I didn't know that you didn't make me mad that I chose mad, right? There are things I want to say to you. And it's like, but number one, would I say that if Jesus was standing right, here? Right. I wouldn't say that if Jesus was standing here. Would I say that if I fully recognize that you belong to Jesus too? Mm. No, I wouldn't say that if I fully recognize that you belong to Jesus too. And would I dishonor myself by saying it? It's a very mm. simple thing. It's a very simple thing. So what could you do practically? You could read a proverb yeah, every day. Yeah. That's what we've been telling our kids for years. Yeah. You want to get it's wisdom? It's packed full of wisdom. It's packed full of wisdom. You don't want to be stupid. You don't want to make dumb choices. Read a proverb every day. Now you want to know who God, Jesus is. You want to know who God is? Read a gospel yeah. every day. You read a proverb every day. You read a gospel every day. You do it for a whole year. I promise you'll be wiser. Yeah. You'll be wise Absolutely. because you'll go. What does the Lord say about anger? What does the Lord say about unforgiveness? What does the Lord say about building a house? He got a word for everything, right? Yep. But if I'm just out here trying to follow what seems good and what, what other people think I should do, I'm not going to be qualified for this. And we don't want to miss this because this is going to be good. Amen. Amen. You know, one of the things that we talked about uh, throughout 2021, we had a whole entire list of uh, declarations that we made. And one of the declarations we made, it said that there will be no more dry seasons in our life. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about that for FOC and her partners, there will be no more dry seasons uh, in our life. And I still hold on to that. That there will be no more dry seasons in our life, not in the lives of our partners, not in the lives of, of our families. Uh, in fact, it says on the screen, it says for 2021 onward, we, we will, will not we will not suffer, suffer any more dry seasons, seasons in our lives. lives. We will be satisfied by the reign of God. And we made that declaration all through 2021. And I still believe it holds true. Amen. But I also understand Teach that we man. have an adversary. Yes, I understand that we have an enemy who wants us to forget about this. We have an enemy who wants us to think that things aren't working out. And so even though we, we've got this promise, we've got this word from God, 
the thing I wanted to say for a few minutes this morning is I wanted to talk about how you maintain your faith during seasons of uncertainty. Now, God already said there's no more dry seasons. So if God says there's no more dry seasons, even if it looks dry, it's not dry for me. That, that, that's something I need you to hear me saying. Even if it looks dry, it's not dry to me because we've made the declaration that we will be satisfied by the, the reign, reign of God. God that there will be no more dry seasons in our lives. And so here's the thing we have to understand, that we all have seasons in our lives in which nothing seems to be happening. This is to be expected. When we find ourselves in what we may think of as a dry season, we must maintain our faith as believers by trusting in and relying on God because we've said and we've declared there'll be no more dry seasons. So if there's no more dry seasons, but it looks like a dry season, which one am I going to believe? believe God, God or what I see? I'm believe God. And I'm trying to get you to understand that as we go into this next season of our life, and I say season of our life because our calendar our year changes. Change. So as yeah. our calendar year changes, this next season of our life, I don't need you to forget what we declared in 2021. Amen. I don't need you to think, oh, well, man, it's a dry season. No, no, no. That that word wasn't just for 2021. We said we weren't going to experience any more dry seasons in our lives and that we were going to be satisfied by the reign of God. We declared it in 2021, but it's going to follow us the rest of our lives. The rest of our lives. So, Pastor Edwin, what do I do when it seems like a dry season? What does it do if it seems like nothing's happening? I keep believing God. I keep believing God. I keep God. believing God. I maintain my faith during seasons of uncertainty. Why? Because God has promised me that he has my right hand, that my right hand is in his right hand, that his right hand is full of power. His right hand is full of, full of victory. His right hand is, is full of salvation, which is that word deliverance. And so he, and he says that if I will regard his word, regard his that, word. then he will take me further than I've ever been. Come on. So even if it seems like I'm not going far, I know I am because I'm, I'm with God. Amen. See, understand being rooted in God's presence, because we talked about divine presence. We talked about divine help. And we talked about divine support. Yes. So being rooted in God's presence causes us to succeed and to prosper in every season. It doesn't matter what it looks like. We have to learn to lean on and rely on him. Yes. And here's a scripture that we use. Jeremiah 17. And I love this scripture. People know that it's one of my favorite scriptures. Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. I'm going to read out of the New Living Translation. It says, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and their confidence. It, one translation says, has, 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 made Jesus, has made the Lord uh, their arm, their strength of their arm. He says, their hope and their confidence. It says, they are like trees that have been planted at a river's bank with roots that reach deep into the water. It says, such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. It says their leaves, what? Stay, Stay green, green and they never stop, what? Producing, producing fruit. fruit. And I'm telling you, here's what. Here's how you maintain your faith in this season of uncertainty. You stay planted with God. God said those kind of trees, he says, he literally calls us a tree. He says, you're gonna be the tree and I'm gonna be the water. You get planted by me he says, and you will be like those trees that aren't concerned about dry seasons. 
You'll be those trees that aren't concerned by long periods of drought. Why? Because I'm going to keep you watered. I'm going to keep you supplied. He says, and you're never going to lose your leaves. You're never going to lose your, lose your productivity. Your business is not going to go under. You're not going to get laid off. You're, and if you do, you're going to get a better job. But nothing's going to happen. He's going to take you out. He says, and you'll never stop producing fruit. You, But think about how God sees us versus how we see ourselves. Mm. God has described us as trees. I don't know about you, but I've never seen a tree just get up moving from nope. place to place. They get planted. I, I've never seen a tree that's over here this day and over here the next day. So he's like, yes, I've given you free will, but my desire is for you to be planted in me. Why? Because if you're planted in me, yeah. I can nurture yes. you. So I can't stop you from moving from place to place. I'm just telling you, you won't live your best life moving from place to place. Yes. I'm saying that I called you to be planted in me. Let me Why? be your source. Let me be your source yes. because I have water in every season. Mm -hmm. I have food in every season. I have favor in every season. I have provision I in it. every season. So why are you running from place to place trying to get nourishment when I am your nourishment? And what is his nourishment? His word. His word. His word is the doorway to manifestation. He says, I'm going to su keep supplying you with my word and your leaves will always be green. You'll always be producing. You will always be producing, right? And so um, you want to do these go three? Ahead, no, you okay. go ahead. And so to be blessed is to be empowered to have success, to win and to prosper. So we have to ask ourselves, mm. what are we trusting and leaning on in the midst of a dry season? Mm. What do you trust when it looks dry? Do you start, I'm going to try something else. I'm going to go over here and try something else. You know what? Maybe Christianity don't work. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to try this right here. I'm going to go over here. I can't just read. And you can tell when people Ruben get this. I'm going to be this week. Right. I mean, you just changing things. You just jumping. I'm going to be a wicca. I'm going to be a good witch. witch. And all I mean, that other stuff. It's like, look, get somewhere and get planted. Get planted with God. Yes. Get planted with God. And some of you would never think, oh, I'm going to join another religion. But how have you made the words of other people in your own opinion, your religion? Yep. So literally when God says to go this way, you go, no, I'm not going this way. And the truth of it is, is that most people will not admit how much they actually tell God mm -hmm. no. Because if you would admit how much you tell God no, you could switch. Yeah. It's the thing you said earlier, right? I got to own what do I look at in the midst of a dry mm -hmm. season, right? Mm -hmm. We demonstrate our faith in God when our hope and confidence is based on his word. That is how we demonstrate the faith we say we have. Yes. How do I maintain my faith? Through demonstration. Through demonstration. When, when, when times of uncertainty arise, when it looks like it's a dry season, but I've already declared I'll have no more dry seasons, what do I do? I keep looking to God. Because the same God that produced yesterday will be the same God that produces today. It'll be the same God that produced tomorrow. His word keeps supplying me. His word supplies me. And God created the whole world with his word. Mm. He's going to create your world with his word. Your world right now is shaped by somebody's words. Are they his words, mm. right? God's presence is the key it to the overcoming key. spiritual dryness. I'm going to say that again. My goodness. God's presence is the key 
to overcoming spiritual dryness. And he promised us in the word that we read that he would have we would have his divine presence. He will water us. Yes. You know, the other day, um, I mean, here's the thing. We know that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that we do not experience sorrow when someone we love passes. Absolutely not. And the other day, I was just, I was sad about Eric. Mm -hmm. And I got in my car and I put put my worship music mm -hmm. on because For about 45 minutes, just listening to worship music, allowing his presence to overtake me in the car. And by the time I got back to the house, the heaviness that was sitting on me wasn't sitting on me anymore. Amen. It doesn't mean I didn't have the sadness anymore. It meant that the heaviness that wanted to overtake me, I had put something superior on it. I went after his presence Amen. because Psalm 16, 11, it says, thou will show me the path of life in thy presence is the fullness of joy and at thy right hand there's that right there's hand that again, right hand again. There, at the right hand there are pleasures forevermore so what happens is is that I'm feeling sad I'm feeling discouraged I'm feeling like my business isn't working what do I do I go get I cultivate not just his presence in mm -hmm. me but I allow his presence to become the atmosphere that I'm oh, sitting come in. On, come I know, on. Not just that I not can hear yes. him in me yes. because we can hear him all the time, but I create an atmosphere and my car got a good sound system. And so I knew <laughs> if I could get in there and listen to that music and allow that presence to wash over me wave after wave after wave, what would happen? He would take the grief and give me joy. His presence is the solution. So the strategy of the enemy yep. is when we are in trouble to make us believe that his presence is optional. Mm. Is that when there's not enough money, when our bodies are racked with pain to make us think that his presence is optional. Somebody ought to type that. His presence is not optional. His presence is not optional. I need, I need his presence to survive. To survive. I need it more than my necessary food. Yes. His presence is not optional. His presence for you has to become like oxygen. Mm. You, Everyone knows that to be a human being on this planet, you need oxygen to leave. Yes. In order to be a Christ being, a kingdom citizen, I need his presence to live. I'm not interested in just existing and right. just barely making it. I need his presence need. to live. That's why I'm not creating an atmosphere where his presence isn't welcome, mm -hmm. right? It's a oh, spiritual dryness and hardness of heart come the same way. They do. Spiritual dryness do. and hardness of heart, they come the same way. How they come? Neglecting God's word Listen. and paying attention to the wrong thing. Paying attention to the wrong thing neglecting God's word. So when we get in a dry season, when we find our heart being hard, there are two things you can check. 
You have neglected his word and you are giving your attention to the wrong thing. And, and a lot, and that is so good because when you neglect his word, <laughs> now the enemy is, it's easy for him to pull your attention toward the thing yeah. that's not right. And so, and so then you become, because it actually takes, the dryness actually begins to take place inside of you first. first. And then you recognize, wait a minute, it's some dry stuff around me. Well, it's dry stuff around you because it's dry in you. It's dry in you. And if you can get the dryness out of you, then that then what's in you begins to attract likeness. And so now I don't have dryness in me. I have the fullness of his word in me. And that's what begins to be attracted to me. So what happens is if you take somebody who's believing for a spouse mm -hmm. and they have been frustrated because they're getting older and they still don't have, they feel that they don't mm -hmm. have a spouse, mm -hmm. right? So now they, they get away from the word about what God told them mm. and they start focusing on the wrong things. And now they're willing to start entertaining and dating someone that they know they should not be doing life mm. with. Right. Mm. Yep. Now they end up with a heartbreak. Mm. Right. Now they end up with some hardness of heart. And it really all started because they neglected the word of God yep. and they started paying attention to the wrong things. Here, let me give you an example of what I mean. It is not a wrong thing to want to be married. Right. No, it is a wrong thing to believe your value is in being married. Say that again. It is not a wrong thing to want to, to, be, want married. to be married. God said it is not good for man, man to, to be, be alone. alone. He has somebody yes. for all of us, but it is a wrong thing to believe that your life has less value because you are not a spouse. Mm -hmm. And if you believe that, then what will happen is that that word about a biological clock, that word mm. about you getting older, it will cause you to date people, to even marry people that in your proper identity, you never would have given the time of day. Right, and there's some people on here testifying about it right now, because you know that as your true self, you never would have dated them. Yeah. As your true self, you never would have got engaged to them as your true self you never would have married them but what happened you neglected god's word and you begin to focus on the wrong thing so then you allowed yourself to connect with people yeah. and places that you never would have touched in your yeah. right mind you right you never would. It's some people you're offended with about friendships, but you need to forgive them because in your right mind, you never would have let them be mm. your friend. They never would have got the chance to betray you. And so we want to know who we are. How do we know who we are in his presence? Because face to face, he reveals who we really are. Amen. Amen. Understand if you neglect God's word, that's what you were talking about. If you neglect God's word, it will make you spiritually dry. It will make you spiritual. It doesn't. And, and what I mean by that is you can still come to church. You, you can still serve. You can still shout at the right time. You can still even give good prophetic words that, that, that sound good. You can do all of the dressings of church, but you yourself will be spiritually dry. There will be no manifestation and no fruit in your life. And, it's, and, and I don't know about about you, about anybody else. I know about you. I don't know about anybody else. But what I do know is that no one wants to go through all of that and not see the promises of God in their own life. Come on. And God will still use you to be doing what you're doing while other people are getting blessed and you're just as dry as a bone. You're not receiving anything. It's the reason I tell young people, young preachers all the time, I don't study God's word to preach. Amen. I, I do, do not. not. I do not. I do now, not. what I'm doing now is sharing with you something that I that I that God was walking me through months and months ago. But I don't study to preach. 
I preach out of what God is talking to me about. And if that resonates with somebody, good. If not, then I understand that. But the truth of the matter is I don't spend my time trying to perform. I got to live this life just like everybody else got to live theirs. And I got to make sure that I am hearing and trusting God. So neglecting God's word makes us spiritually dry. But working our faith brings us manifestation. Working our faith brings us our manifestation. Whatever we give our attention to is the thing that's going to come to pass. Absolutely. If we give more attention to the world to why and to widespread negativity, we're going to make it our idol. Whatever we give our whatever we to. give it. See, let me. What are you? What are let, you giving your attention? Let to? me help y'all. Everybody got a God. Oh, yeah. Everybody got a God. Even people who say they don't have a God, not having a God is their God. Yeah. Everybody has a God. Yeah. The question is, who is your God? Who is your what God? is your God? What is your God? Because everybody has a God. Mm. And as I have said for years, and I'll just say it again, whoever you consult before you obey God is actually your God. Mm. Whoever yeah. you consult before yeah. you obey God that is, is your actually God. your real God. Is it the people? Is it your opinion? Is it your feelings? Is it what you think? Is it is your it, checkbook? Is it your checkbook? Because everybody, because we were created to have oneness with God. Mm. So if we don't have oneness yeah. with Abba, yeah. we're going to have oneness. We're going to seek out yeah. oneness with something. Absolutely. And many of us are so exhausted because you are trying to serve a demigod that is never ever satisfied and worse can never ever satisfy you. So you've got to give your attention to God, say my full attention belongs to God. My full attention belongs to God. My full attention belongs to God. Listen, we can end with this. I yeah. need you to say this. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am ready. I am ready. I win. I win. Listen, don't neglect the word of the Lord. Listen, go back, okay? Go back to whichever platform you normally watch us. If, it's, <laughs> if, it's, if you normally watch us from the virtual group, this prop, this prophetic word is in there. If you watch this from the Fellowship of Champions page, it's in there. If you watch this from the Northwest, but it's in there. Listen, if you need me to send it to you, I'll send it to you. But you, as a partner of FOC, need to embrace this as your own. That this is a season that God wants us to make sure that our hand is placed in his hand. Because he says that if we will, if we will regard his word, he will take us further than we've ever been. I just, I'll say this and you, we can do the announcements or whatever you want to do next. Listen, you know, a stronghold is not bad. No. A stronghold is the not right bad. stronghold. Yeah. You need to make the Lord your stronghold. Yeah, make the Lord your stronghold. It's nothing wrong with having a stronghold. Because you a stronghold want... is just a bunk. If, if, when, I, when we talk about stronghold of our mind, it's just a series of bundles of thoughts that's been intertwined that are so strong they can't hardly be taken down. And so we want to make the Lord our stronghold in every season. In every season. Why? Because we can live blessed. We will know that we are ready and we will win. You know, Pastor Edwin and I, we spend so much time praying for you guys during the week. We do. You know, we were laughing, even on vacation, we praying for y'all because we want you to have the best that God has. Now, for it was you. in Miami. But it was, was in Miami. Miami. <laughs> we were God. praying for you. We were praying for you. We've probably never been on a vacation where we're not praying for you, where we're not still doing our intercession. In fact, the more relaxed we get, the more we actually spend think time about you think guys. about praying for we, we like, you know, if we're relaxed and we're enjoying this, we want this to be the life of all of our partners too. So then we start praying for all our partners. Absolutely. And so we are just 
encouraging you to step into a new level of surrender and mm -hmm. obedience yes. and make God your stronghold. Yeah. Listen, you don't have to be perfect in that you don't make a mistake, right. but you can have a perfect heart toward God. God. Yes. And that means that once you recognize that you are headed the wrong direction, mm -hmm. turn around, yeah. Yeah. turn around quickly. quickly, as soon as you recognize it. Turn and around. so, you know, we're believing 2022. We know it's going to be an amazing year. We are so thankful that God would give us a word that would anchor us no matter what is happening. We are declaring that we're going to have the victory. The 2021 declarations, we're just going to upgrade them for 2022 because we're building on something here, right? But your position has to be to give the word your attention and to obey God. Mm -hmm. Because until you obey God, all of this will just be stuff you hear about. And not stuff you experience. And we want you to experience, experience it. Yes. The key to victory yeah. is hearing and obeying God. God. If you will hear and obey God, no matter what situation you're in, he will bring you out. Mm -hmm. He will give you the victory. Mm -hmm. And so listen, maybe some of you need to make a decision to come home today because you've been living in a backslidden state. And I'm going to keep saying it. Listen, I know a lot of people haven't been in the church building in a long time. And I want to challenge well, you. Well, maybe they have. Maybe we have. <laughs> a lot of people. But okay. people watching here, oh, okay, they have. Okay, they, okay. A lot of people haven't okay. been in the church building in a long time. You haven't been reading your word. But I want to tell you something. Your social media is a reflection of where you are and what's going on in your mind and the thoughts that you are thinking. So if you're finding yourself more aggravated, you're finding yourself cussing, you're finding yourself doing stuff that you know doesn't please and honor the Lord, it's probably a good indication that you need to come back and reconnect and rededicate mm -hmm. to the Lord. So if you've never accepted Jesus, go ahead and do that today. Man, it's very simple to give your life to Jesus. You just acknowledge that you need a Savior mm -hmm. and you ask Jesus to be that Savior, right? And you say, I just want to accept Jesus as my personal Savior. I know I need a Savior and I want Want to come home, right? But if you're in a backslidden state, you're living like the prodigal son, you out here in the pig pen, eating all kind of stuff that you should not be consuming, come home. The father wants you to come home because 2022 is going to be a beautiful year of provision, protection, favor, victory. And we want you to have it too, because we're not like the elder mm -hmm. brother no. who is jealous, who mad because you get a party. We want you to come home and get your party too, because that is the father's heart for you. Yeah. But you got to come home. Yeah. Now, if you want to be a partner of FOC, maybe this was your first time watching, or maybe you've watched, but you've never said, I want to be a partner, man. Now is the time now is the because time. partnership has its yes. privileges. And let me tell you something. It's a lot of good churches out there mm -hmm. and you want to be at the place God I called you yep, to be. It's yep. a lot of good churches, yep. but you want to be at the place that God called you to be. Why? Because there is a word in that church for you, yep. for your yep. life, it right? Make, it, makes you, it, makes you, it makes your life more robust. It makes your life more robust. So on Tuesday, we're going to have um, prayer yep. at 8 p.m. Central. Mm -hmm. um, we encourage you to come to prayer. It's our last Tuesday night prayer of the year. On Wednesday, there's not going to be Ignite or Bible study, right? right? And so then on Friday morning, there is going to be prayer. Right. I asked Chandra, I said, we pray. Chandra's like, you know we praying this last day of the well, year. And it'll be actually the last day of, of the, the year. year. So we, you ought to get out. You ought to get, you ought to get on I, that. Some of y'all going to be out work anyway. Get on up. You can let you can go back to sleep and you or start your day early, but you ought to get up and join us for Friday morning prayer. We'll be on there. And so it's your opportunity to give. Yep. Something supernatural happens when you give. 
Now, one, we want you to give your life to the Lord first. That's the first thing. Give your life to the Lord, right? But something supernatural happens. And there's something about partnering God with your finances that absolutely changes your finances. Me and Pastor Elwood, we, our desire is, I'm, everybody may not be this way, but our desire has always been, even in the church that we pastor, to be the biggest givers in our church. And we got a couple other people who, you know, kind of go back and forth with us, the Marlows, the Valleys, who we come in that same kind of thing. Why? Because we want to fund the kingdom of God. And we were so blessed the other day when we were looking at our giving that we have given more than we have ever given in a year. And we're just so thankful. And imagine what would happen if every partner said, mm -hmm. I want to be the biggest giver in my church. Yeah. What would happen all over the world if every partner at every church said, I want to be the biggest? What kind of impact could we make if everybody wanted to be the biggest giver? And, you know, and I heard people say, you know, well, why is it a competition? Oh, it's not a competition. Our desire is to be the biggest giver because that means God entrusted us with more. The more God entrusts us with, the more we give. It's not about I beat you, I did better. No, 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 no. We we have this friendly thing among ourselves, but the reality of it is everybody ought to say, I want to give more to the kingdom every year than the year before. Absolutely. Because if you give more, that means you had more. You know, and I've said to I've we've said for years, Lord, make us the man. Make us the man that funds the scholarship. Make us the man that funds the 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 the, the place where we can get women out of domestic violence situation. Help help us to fund a school. Help us to fund uh, backpacks. Help us to to whatever it is, God. Let us do it. But God didn't ask you to do it to your detriment. And so if he's let he was a, if he's calling us to do it, he's giving us those resources. Absolutely. And so it was a blessing to see the number. And listen, you, we still got time. We still, we still got, got time. time. I still got two more. I still got two more. I was left with Pastor Sean. I still got two more offerings I need to give before the year is up. Uh, you know, and some of you are like, you know what? I need to check my giving. I, I got a certain amount I want to give. And let me see where I am. Uh, you know, some of us are a little more. Oh, uh, ain't a retentive. We check ours every month or every quarter. <laughs> I'm laughing at Pastor Rap. We, we we check ours often because we, we are always PTG. We are always progressing toward a goal. And you should be progressing toward a goal as well, whatever it is. Uh, but if you if you got time to give, I do want to say this since you brought it up. Uh, Friday will be the last day of the uh, year. And so the way we've set up the thing to end is that you have to get your giving in for 2021 by 11.59 a.m. Central Standard Time, if you wanted to count on 2021. I know last year I had a couple people who called me. It was like, can, can I count you know, what I gave on the first? <laughs> no, you can't do that. Uh, our system doesn't work that way. You have to give it before 11.59 a.m. Central Standard Time. You mean p.m.? P.m. P.m. Central okay. Standard Time. 11.59 p.m. Central Standard Time for the count for 2021. And then we'll be getting everybody's things out to them before the 31st of January. We love you. We thank you. We have such amazing partners. It's so funny. We got six to seven left. You know what I'm going to do. I'm going to decree and declare hey, a blessing. Glory. Why? Because if you stay, you ought to get the extra blessing on your life. Blessing. Right. Get that <laughs> blessing on your life. So, Father, yes, I thank you for our faithful partners. Yes, for every one but of them. Lord, today, I pray a special blessing for those who don't click off till we are All gone. 66 of and them. And I thank you because they are so faithful yes. that you will cause supernatural favor and increase to rest, not just visit, but to rest on their home. We release the wisdom to solve problems.
problems mm. they have not known glory to god we release the wisdom of god yes, i want you to put a wisdom of god on the wisdom of god the wisdom, the of, wisdom god. of god the wisdom of god is giving you a supernatural mm-hmm. advantage the wisdom of god is your answer for everything i literally see there are people and you have all these different types of problems but the wisdom of god is your answer mm. and so we declare an activation of the free-flowing wisdom of, god, wisdom of god in your life yes. and that solutions will be made clear to you in fact we declare that what seems complicated now seems simple what seems hard now seems easy and you know what to do and if you receive that blessing i want you to say i know what to do 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 about that marriage i know what to do about that child i know what to do about my health i know what to do about this job situation i know what to do about this class i know what to do because i have tapped into the wisdom of god Mm -hmm. and that's what you get when you stay that's what you get when you stay amen because here's the thing if you gotta leave because you gotta go to work that's cool i guess but the reality of it is is that most people aren't leaving for that you're leaving because you really aren't disciplined to hear the word for two hours just the truth be told so those of you who are faithful I declare that you know what to do. I know what to do. You know what to do. And when you when your answer manifests, send me a message. It's going to be so simple. It's going to be such. You're going to be like, oh, my God, it was right in front of my face the whole time. Yeah, because you're blessed. Because you're blessed. Because you're ready. Because you're ready. And because you win. And because you win. <laughs> hey, God bless y'all. We love y'all. Thank you for doing 2021 with us. Yeah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>